Open Books with Claire is a proud member of the Create Vine and is produced by Mecca Radio. Welcome back to Open Books with Claire. On Open Books with Claire, we explore characters and how they drive the stories we love. I'm your host, Claire. So today I'm going to give a short spoiler-free look at the book Supernova. But don't worry, following the spoiler-free section, I, along with my guest hosts, will dive into a spoiler look as well. Uh, So Supernova was written by Marissa Meyer. It was published October 29th of 2019. Marissa Meyer is, she is the author of The Lunar Chronicles, which we have already done a podcast on. Kind of fun story for me personally. So I had read Renegades and Su- Renegades and Arch Enemies, but then, but then I had to wait for Supernova to come out. And so then when it does come out, I saw it at the store and I decided to buy it. Uh, but that was the first book out of those that series that I had bought and it's in hardcover and so then I was waiting for work to start so I basically read like half the book before my shift at work because I was so excited to read it. This book is written in I don't know third person (laughs) anyways okay yeah because it uses their names anyways this book is written in a third person point of view and we have we see Adrian's side in this book right? Yeah. Anyways, it's been a while, okay? It's been a while. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. So we see Nova and Adrian's side of the view. No. Side of the view. Oh, Oh, my goodness. We see their side of the view. (laughs) Anyways. We see their point of views throughout this book. Um, Anyway, so this is the third book of the series. It is also the final book in the trilogy. Anyways, so we continue... To follow Nova and Adrian as they um, kind of face new problems, kind of as they're trying to figure out how they can help the world. You know, it's kind of the conclusion. So that was the spoiler-free section. All right, on to the spoilers. So join me in that conversation is, again, Talia and Sraya. So Talia and Sraya have joined us for the past two books, and they're back again. This makes it sound like it's like a TV show or something, you know? It's like, and let's get ready to, I don't know. Anyways, so, Talia and Sry are back. You guys want to, you know, say hi? Hi. Okay, <laughs> that just that just sounded weird. It's always weird saying hi. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, it's just a fact. Okay, well, that, that was cool. Anyways. Tally and Sarai have been on a bunch of other episodes, so go check their episodes out because they got some good uh, conversation. So, Talia, would you like to tell us a bit about what happens in this book? Uh, hopefully this isn't too all over the place because a lot of stuff happens in this book, but this is like the main, the, this is just a reminder, okay? So, the book starts and... <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Bless you. I hope... I think that was a sneeze, so... (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, bless you. Thank you. Okay. Anyways, please continue. Um, so the book starts with Nova entering the Renegade's headquarters and finds the destruction caused by Nova's fight with Frostbite's team the night previous. Um, the council comes in and tells people what happened, and they say that they have Ace and are planning on neutralizing him and executing him. And after a meeting about Nightmare with Adrian's team, Nova goes home and finds a message on her mirror saying to bring Ace's helmet to Honey's old room. 
Um, Nova steals the fake helmet from the Renegades HQ and plants it instead of the real helmet. But then, uh oh, I don't know how to say her name. Narcissa? Nar- how do you say that? <laughs> I would say nar- Narcissa, maybe. Okay, no. pronounce it however you wish. We're going with Narcissa. That's probably wrong. I'm so sorry. Anyways, so she's like the mirror hopper person and she shows up and reveals that it was her who threatened and she knows it's not the real helmet and she reveals also that she's part of a group called the rejects and then she releases dana's butterfly so dana can reform then dana tells adrian adrian shows up and arrests nova but all the physical evidence is destroyed by cyanide because they explode the house so the renegades couldn't actually find any real evidence um, then Adrian and his team run into Nightmare, oh, who's actually Narcissa, who's pretending to be Nightmare to make Nova seem innocent. And then they convince them, well, not Dana, but convinces enough people that Nova is released from prison. Then Nova and the anarchists join the rejects and create a plan to save Ace before he's executed. Honey was supposed to put the serum into her bees to make the renegades, like, I forget, like, pass out or something like that. But instead, she puts Agent N in the bees and releases them during the event that Ace was supposed to be executed. So then all these renegades are being neutralized. Um, There's a bunch of chaos, there's a bunch of fighting, and Ace, they get his helmet back to him so he can uh, get his strength back. Also during this time, Adrian reveals that he is the Sentinel. Well, and Nova's still nightmare during this time. And she's like, oh my gosh, he's the Sentinel. Then the anarchists leave and set up at the cathedral, like outside the city. Also, at this point, Oscar and Ruby finally kiss and admit feelings. We've been waiting for this. We thought it already happened, but it didn't. And now it's happening. Um, then uh, Adrian and his team show up at the cathedral and they obviously get captured. And Captain Chromium kind of shows up to save Adrian. And Nova's supposed to shoot Adrian. Adrian saves Nova from Captain Chromium. And Nova shoots Honey. Like, a bunch of stuff happens. Um, and actually, Honey dies. But then Nova and Adrian have, like, a cute moment. And they don't even care that they're supposed to be enemies anymore. Then they're kind of on the same team again. More fighting happens. By this point, Adrian, Nova, Dana, and Oscar, and Ruby are, like, all neutralized by this point. And Nova finds out it was Ace who betrayed her family, and he actually framed the gang who she thought was responsible for her family's death. And then Nova neutralizes Ace. And then Max had shown up at this point, and he puts the helmet on, and, like, something super magical happens, and he practically gives, like, everybody powers and gives back the powers to the people who lost them and that's there's the happy ending that's basically the end of the book there's quite a lot that happens in that that book anyways thank you okay well let's talk a little bit about nova since uh so arch enemies kind of left us on a little bit of a cliffhanger or maybe not exactly a cliffhanger but you know kind of shocking anyway so then nova comes back in to Renegade's headquarters, which is kind of funny. Like, you know, you go to, Ren- you know, you you go to a place, destroy it, steal a bunch of things, or try to, and then you have to come back and look at, like, the damage that's done. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, let's talk about, you know, her feelings towards that. Because she sees the damage that she's done. And I don't think she's, like, she, I think she feels a little bit of remorse, would you say? I think, I remember it was more the whole, like, Max situation. Because Nightmare was framed for, like, nearly killing Max when really it was Janessa who did it. And then they're all, like, running, or um, they're all, like, Nova, or, oh my gosh, Nightmare. Nightmare needs to, like, pay for what she did, and Nova's just sitting there like, it wasn't me, I would never hurt Max, it wasn't me. But she couldn't say anything, so she was just, like, suffering, like, it wasn't actually me who did that. It it was always super awkward when you'd be reading and, like, hearing Adrian go, like, I hate Nightmare even more now, you know? And he's, like, hated on Nightmare, and then Nova's just like, Ah, ha, 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 that's me, and I didn't do it, you know? So, yeah, that was really bad. And even with Nova talking about the Sentinel like that, too, and Adrian's just like, ha, that's, yeah, <laughs> really awkward. He wants to tell her so bad, too, but he's like, she hates him, though. <laughs> I can't tell her yet. She causes all that trouble. I don't know. I don't know. Did she think she was safe or did she was worried that she was about to be discovered? Because I know they had I, Dana's butterfly. I remember there was a line in the book somewhere, like, during this part, and it... I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was either she felt safer... Oh, wait, no. That was later on in the book. Never mind. She was terrified. She was, uh-huh. like, terrified walking in. She's, like, she was, like, how do they not know? Like, they should have enough evidence by now. Like, anytime someone would come up to her and be, like, Nova, she'd, like, tense up and be, like, oh, my goodness. They know. They know what I, like. but then they're just, like, Nova, you want to come over for lunch? Or I don't even know what, like, they would have <laughs> asked, but, like, it was just something basic. And she's just, like, like, I'm fine. They don't yeah, know. Yeah, she thought she would be, like, found out that night like she thought that she wouldn't be coming back to the headquarters and then she realized like that she could but then she was still so scared that like everyone knew Um, yeah i mean let's talk about um her encounter with narcissa narcissa yeah i don't know how you say it the mirror girl you know (laughs) i don't even know what's her alias I don't know either. Oh my goodness. Did she even come up with an alien? So. I thought it had something to do with Mirror. Was it like Mirror Walker or... That's what I was thinking. But then I'm like, or am I thinking, you know, like the Flash kind of thing? <laughs> we did not do our research before this. <laughs> Apparently not. Okay, I got the book right here. Let's see. If uh-huh. The Mirror Walker. Okay, there you go. Yep. All right. So, the Mirror Walker. Um, her encounter with her and um, about the uh, Ace's helmet and and everything. Let's, let's talk about that. I don't know how they how she convinced them, to be honest, because like even though they didn't have any real evidence, like like there were things that just didn't add up. Like how how would Nightmare have putting people to sleep and walking through mirrors. Like, how would she have those two completely separate powers that have nothing to do with each other? And, like, the whole thing with Max, where he got Nightmare's powers, but 
he shouldn't have like but and so he was like oh it was nova it made sense but then when they're like nova's innocent max is still like but that doesn't make any sense because when i did come in contact with nightmare she had the vitality charm so yeah i don't know how they convinced i think adrian they were all just wishful thinking and then they that got into their heads yeah it was more them trying to to prove nova innocent rather than find the real nightmare it was all about because like nova was it was personal right which was kind of frustrating to read you're just like like it's not like i wanted nova in jail but it's kind of just like you're so (laughs) dumb how can you not see that it's nova like you idiots it's 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 obviously her none of this infer like none of this evidence makes any sense they're, it's it's all circumstantial. They're having know? that like meeting at Adrian's house, and Adrian like is like, guys, what if it's someone posing as a renegade? Like, what if it's an actual like renegade pretending to be a renegade? And then Nova's just like sitting there panicking, and then all of Dana's butterflies <laughs> like land on her, and like I'm like, it's right there. Dana's like telling you, but then they're like, and then the way Nova plays it off, she's just like, it's fine. I know exactly why Dana. Tina, Dana, whatever her oh, name yeah, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, I don't know how to say that either. <laughs> it's so hard to watch them kind of make fools of themselves because Nova's, like, in these conversations and they're just like, who could it be? It's got to be someone like this. And they're just so close. And then Nova's just like, no, maybe it's this. And then she totally steers <laughs> them away. And I'm just like, no, you were so close to the truth. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah back to the, the nar- Narcissa person. <laughs> That's where we started. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There was something else that happened and Adrian was like, why didn't she take that opportunity to like put me to sleep? Because he was fighting Nightmare and he's like, why am I not asleep right now? Like that was a perfect opportunity for her. I don't know. Nova's just awesome and Narcissa could not do Nightmare justice is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go with the OG nightmare, not this yeah. knockoff, you know? Yep. Uh, let's talk about Adrian's emotions towards that, because he, he finds out that Nova is nightmare, right? And then, you know, he ha- he's the one who arrests her, is he not? Yeah, he's like, you're under arrest, nightmare. It's like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he finds out that Nova's not nightmare, it's someone else, and so, like, that that had to be, like, a roller coaster of emotions there. Yeah. I remember reading when Adrian comes and, like, picks Nova up and from jail or whatever. And he's just like, I am so sorry. I cannot believe I believed that you were Nightmare and I feel terrible. And he, and, and he just feels so bad about his feelings and Nova's sitting there going... You were <laughs> She's like, I mean, like, you were right, but I appreciate the apology. But I can't tell you that. And then she's just like, no, it's fine. It's whatever. And he's just like, no, it's not fine. And I'm just like, oh, honey, you were right, though. It, <laughs> she is nightmare. You don't need to feel bad. Right? And you, he was just in so much pain. Because he felt like he betrayed her, and he's an extremely loyal person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So, oh man, it was so sad. I was watching, oh, 
just seeing him in pain like that. Also, like, the presents that he, like, brought her there. He, he was like, I didn't know which ones. And he's like, I have flowers and a utility belt. And then she's like, did you draw those flowers? And he's like, no, I bought them. And she's like, I'll take both. <laughs> but even, even when uh, Adrian thought she was Nightmare... He was so mad at her at first. At first, when he thought she was nightmare, like he was just like, "What? It's nightmare," and like the drama. And then he's just like, "She's not nightmare." So now I feel really terrible. And then it's just like, "No, she's been kidnapped by the anarchists." And then it's just like, <laughs> "Um, she is nightmare." And then. The second part, he wasn't By as point, angry. I don't like, think I don't he know really what cared was. anymore. Like, he thought... He was convinced that Nova was good. Despite her being Nightmare, he was like, I know you're good. You're one of us. Like, you're you're a renegade. And she's like, I don't know what I am. And he's like, no, you are good. You are a good person. Like, yeah. And he, and he's just like, you don't need to worry about knowing who you are because oh, yeah. i know who you are i know he you're a good said person that, dude. He, oh. <laughs> oh, but, he's such a sweetie but like my favorite thing that he said was he was like because <laughs> she before like when she put him to sleep and when he found out she was like everyone has a nightmare i guess i'm yours and puts him to sleep and then later when they're like talking about and she's like how do you not hate me and then he's like it's like you said, everyone has a nightmare. Maybe I want you to be mine. And you're like, oh, Adrian. <laughs> that's when nightmare just becomes a pet name for him. And you're just like, that's kind of <laughs> weird because that's what my uncle <laughs> called me. But it's fine. But it's still like the way he plays it. You're just like, oh, man, my dude. Uh, such a sweetie. And he cares so much. But man, oh, man. Well, even that entire thing, when, like, Adrian was, like, captured by the anarchists, it was so hard to watch because, like, Adrian was getting, like, tortured by Honey and stuff, right? And I was really mad at Honey. Like, I didn't actually mind Honey up to this point. Like, I'm just like, yeah, Honey, like, is kind of kind of awesome. Like, she's, she's all things considered. Mm-hmm. And then she just, like, is being kind of psychotic and torturing adrian and i'm just like nope i officially hate you now so (laughs) you're hurting my boy and no love from me anymore i was also basically like during that part i was screaming at nova too i'm like nova why aren't you stopping this just stop her but she just turns her way i feel like that was like that was part of the conflict though you know like nova had this conflict between her love for adrian and her loyalty to the anarchists. Uh, that was definitely a struggle for her. And I think that was a struggle for Adrian, too, is figuring out where he stood on, like, whether or not the renegades and the council were all they were chalked up to be kind of thing. Um, and so, like, they, they both kind of had to find uh, what they believed individually uh, in the world that they were placed in by chance well let's talk a little bit about like the final battle at like the chapel and everything because that was kind of a main thing at the end of the book where a lot of stuff (laughs) seemed to happen uh well this book was like (laughs) constant action it's just like 
I mean, she was in jail for a little bit, and then it's a little bit later, it's like planning stages, and then she's like, boom, giant fight in the arena. And then it's just like, boom, giant fight in the col- in the cathedral or church or whatever it's called. And then it's just like, it's just constant, constant action. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there was also that whole thing where, like, Adrian found out that he was the one who created Phobia. And, like, all of that happened during, like, well, they're in the cathedral, too. But, like, no one knew before. But then Honey was like, oh, guess what, Adrian? And then and then Adrian didn't believe it. And then he was like, oh, I know how to defeat Phobia. And, well, he had a theory. And that was to take away his own powers. And then it worked. And then, like, Adrian was, like, the only one who could have defeated Phobia. And, like, he was so brave for just, like taking away his own powers, like, sacrificing his powers for the chance that it might destroy phobia. So there was all that that happened, and that was just a mini side plot thing within this whole big thing. It's just like, this was only, a, like, a miniature storyline, but it still ended up being really intense. It It was crazy, you know? Like, to find out, like, to find out that your mom's dead, for one thing, and you grow up and you're just like, anarchists killed her someone killed her you know and then you find out that it was your own creation that killed her oh yeah that's horrible i feel so bad right and he was kind of tortured by that fact you know he's just like essentially i killed my own mom but you know that like he was just a kid right he never intended to create phobia which actually like and it and phobia was a major problem for a lot of renegades and stuff because he was indestructible right as you said like only adrian could could uh kill him or get rid of him or whatever but it was it i think it would lead to it would lead to some trauma in your life you know but he was selfless and like as you said he he got rid of his powers just to get rid of phobia you know it was extremely brave because it's something that he was born with. He relies on it a lot. Yeah. There was definitely a lot to follow during that, like, final battle scene because everyone was, like, bouncing back and forth. And then, I don't know, like, the floor was destroyed or something. So then people fell to different places. Yeah. Or something. Like, there was just a lot to follow. I was having a really hard time yeah, picturing me it. me too. Like, I had to <laughs> slow know? down. Like, it's just like... The floor, the floor broke down, and I'm just like, so wait, are they falling? And they're just like, we were running. And I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah. I thought there was no floor put, anymore. And then there's like the bell. Yeah, I, they put I don't Leroy know. in some sort of thing too, and I don't know if he like. Yeah, I, they put him in the bell. Or I maybe think? yeah, and like, then he also to protect fell, him but from he was okay. Stuff. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I was having a really hard time picturing it. And then there was like this fight scene on the roof, maybe? I, I was just like, is this like a balcony or is it a roof? And then I'm just like, wait, is this like a flat roof? Or well, they at are one they point, or are they just really good balance? <laughs> they were in the I don't know. bell tower at one point too. So maybe Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. But I thought the bell tower broke it down. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was hard to it picture. Was a struggle. I agree. Lots of stuff was happening. <laughs> I had to like go back and reread that to like actually comprehend. I'm just like, okay, gotta slow down this time because it's action packed, right? Like you're 
speed reading it, you know? Or, and then it's just like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> they're, they were in the bell tower, but now there's something with a roof? I don't know. Go back, reread the paragraph. Also, like, another thing that was, like, a big, like, kind of plot twist at the end there during that battle was when um, Captain Chromium's, like, or Captain Chromium and, like, Ace kind of revealed that Ace actually betrayed Nova's family. Ace was the one who sent the assassin or whatever to kill her, all of her family. And because her, Nova's dad was, like, creating a weapon to, like, destroy ace or something like that i don't know and so like ace was the one and then he was about to kill nova until he found out that nova had powers and then that's when he's like okay she has potential i'll take her and then at that point nova's like what and then that's when i think she completely like flipped around she's like okay i am no longer like loyal to ace anymore yeah, well, she was starting to, like, question things. I don't know, even in even in Renegades and a little bit in Arch... Or, like, a little bit in Renegades, but, like, just a teensy bit of, like, she's interested in how people do things differently kind of thing. And then Arch Enemies, she starts to, you know... But, like, she starts to question, and then, yeah, that final uh, revelation was, you know, the tipping point, which, crazy plot twist. Like, I honestly, that's one of the most surprising things, I think, of the book. Like, that shocked me. (laughs) That was Nova's driving point. Like, she was like, I am wanting to defeat the Renegades because they did this to my family. But it was actually Ace who did it. Boom. I was getting bad vibes from Ace anyways. Like, you're just like, he's not a nice person. (laughs) Like, he, he he would fake being nice with Nova. I don't know if he really cared for her. But, like, I wouldn't. I don't think he really did, you know. He he was he was just not a nice person, and really cruel. Yeah, he was kind of grumpy. Yeah, yeah. He had a he had pretty dark side, as you said. It was kind of frustrating to like see Nova being like the renegades suck. They are betrayers, and yeah, I some of them really did suck, but like they were all just generalizing everybody. Mm-hmm. They're just like all like. Adrian was just like all anarchists are bad and she was just like all renegades are untrustworthy and stuff like that but really like I think getting to know each other and and like flipping sides of that they they discovered that they weren't like Adrian fell in love with Nova and then he found out that she was an anarchist and Nova lived the life of a renegade and she yeah Janessa Clark mm-hmm. or what like Frostbite and her team they sucked and even some of the council they sucked but most of them were really nice people like um Captain Chromium and uh Dread Warden Dread Warden I was thinking Shadow Weaver I'm just like aha <laughs> not from this book but um and um they were they were really kind to her, even though she wasn't a part of their family and stuff, you know? Yeah. 
I think this book does definitely talks a lot about uh, not uh, judging people based on who they're associated with. You know, because everyone's an individual. Oh my goodness, Talia, that just like, you're all unique. (laughs) (laughs) You know, inside joke, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine, you know. Had to be there. Had to be there. (laughs) Anyway, so we talked about finding out that Nova's parents were killed by on under like Ace's direction. Uh, But was there anything else that surprised you guys? I mean... I feel like a lot of this book could surprise people, but any things that you want to mention more? Last chapter. <gasps> oh, the epilogue? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. What? That entire chapter, I was reading it, and I was just like, whose perspective is this yeah. from? Because it's not Nova, it's not Adrian, and I'm reading it, and I'm just like, <gasps> what? <laughs> Magpie, <laughs> and then it kind of like it's kind of like hinting that maybe like Magpie and Nova are sisters, and Magpie's Evie, and you're like, what? Although I don't know about you guys, but I think Evie is a better name than Meg, whatever her original name was, like <laughs> Margaret. <laughs> Evie's cool name. <laughs> it's just like magpie i was just like you should change your name (laughs) just maybe (laughs) that's literally what i was thinking i was just like when i was reading that chapter you should go back to evie (laughs) that was that was a weird thought for me to have but it's fine yeah i think that would be an interesting storyline to follow up on you know because You know, find out if they're actually siblings. Although, you know, it would take them a while before they... Because <laughs> they don't really like each other very much. Yeah, they this hate book. each other. I don't yeah. ever see them having a heart-to-heart moment where it's like, oh, tell me about your backstory, where you came from. You know, because even, like, when Nova would, like, be like, oh, what's this bullet, you know? And then Magpie's like, don't touch that, don't touch that, or whatever. She's like, it's nothing, it's nothing. It's mine. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they both have some serious repressed <laughs> trauma that, like, they're just like, I'm not going to share my life story with a stranger. Don't trust <laughs> strangers. I think the main person that they bonded, like, that kind of tied them together was Callum. Mm-hmm. Like, they both cared for Callum in a way, in their own special way. So I think that's the only way that they would have been able to bond because, uh, you know, like, that's the only thing that really tied them together. But, I mean, I think it would be an interesting storyline to be, like, to explore, you know, how long it takes them. Although, that'd be so weird, you know? Yeah. They're just like, I could just picture Nova going up to Magpie, and it's just like, so, hi. Um, I know we kind of hate each other, but turns out, <laughs> you're my sister. Hi. Thought you died. <laughs> what can you do, you know? Yeah. But our all our family is dead too. So you want to like try and see what we could do to build this relationship, you know? Do you want to like go for pizza or something? Yeah. But yeah, Best that's way just to bond. Like, pizza. You thought it was like good. It was all the ending it was the epilogue, you know? And then it just threw that twist in there and you're like, "Oh, she did it again." Marissa Meyer <laughs> threw another thing in. <laughs> She just likes to play with us and 
That was a crazy twist. I feel like the entire second half of the book was crazy twists, mm-hmm. you know? Like, <gasps> they all lose their powers. <gasps> More people lose their powers. Mm-hmm. The originals lose their powers. They all get their powers. Back. <laughs> yeah. And then, boom, Magpie's Evie. <laughs> and then the end. And you're just like, oh. I had to take a couple of minutes to, like, actually process this information. You're just like, wait, what seriously happened yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Talia, did you have anything else that surprised you about this book? Honestly, I, like, I think we covered it. I think the biggest, like, shocker for me was that Ace was actually the one who betrayed Nova's family. And then also the whole Adrian creating his mother's killer sort of thing. But yeah, yeah, those are like the main ones that I can think of. Well, those are like the big like smack in the face, you know, like what? (laughs) You know, jaw dropped Mm kind of, you know, those are the moments where you have to just like stop reading just to, you know process what just happened you know and then of course get right back into it to see what happens (laughs) next (laughs) what was something that you guys maybe thought um was trying to be taught in here i had a thought of something that i'm just like oh my goodness this was a main theme and then i totally forgot it like and it was something that we haven't really talked about before like we talked about a lot about like not assuming and stuff and like as you as you said earlier claire like we're all individuals like no matter who you hang out with and stuff and who you associate with you're your own person there was like a lot of stuff in there about like loyalty but then also on the same line like about betrayal but like but not like super bad betrayals but in adrian's case he felt betrayed by nova and stuff but but yeah but he was also like super loyal and Nova was loyal to her cause and there was all that stuff. Well, this wasn't my original idea that I had, but I just had this thought like as you were talking about like betrayal and stuff like that, they also talk a lot about forgiveness of those betrayals, Mm -hmm. you know? Like by the end of it, Adrian's just like I don't really care that you're a nightmare. You know? I care about you and I'm gonna love you for who you are and for what you've done. Even though, like, you've hurt me in ways, and I I know, and he's hurt her, you know, they, they forgave each other by the end. Yeah, even, like, Captain Chromium, like, he, once he realized who Nova was, he was like, oh my gosh, that was, like, that was my bad, like, I forget, <laughs> like, and he was, like, fine with her, like, he forgave her for all for like nearly assassinating him in like the first book you know like he forgave her for all of that yeah i was thinking um as you guys were talking i feel like it talks a little bit about two or something that you know can be pulled out is um the courage to face the truth you know like adrian he had to be courageous and he had to be brave uh with facing the truth of uh him creating his mom's killer and Nova with, you know, facing that truth of, uh, her uncle and her family and everything. And even with like Adrian and everyone else finding out that like Nova is nightmare and that, you know, them finding out that Adrian is the sentinel, like that they had to be, um, courageous and, and brave in facing the truth 
um, of things that they, you know, didn't think about having to face, you know? And I think also, like, just not an, not one of the main things that they talk about, but something in the side where it talks about, like, the, the unequal divide in societies, you know? How, like, these renegades were above the people with no powers, and they, they, it felt like some people were oppressed, and, and the, and the problems with the way their society was run, everyone relied heavily on the renegades, right? So it's kind of just like, you should all be equal in society and and i think max kind of helped with that too in 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 the distribution of powers and stuff i think making the changes and and knowing and seeing the changes like like seeing the truth behind society i think like even like being courageous enough to face the truth like they had to see the real problems in their society and they had to make adjustments based on it i love that even though it's a fictional book and even though, you know, like it's not maybe always trying to teach you something, I love that um, you're able to pull something from this book. You know, like we're not living in that same world. None of us have abilities or powers that we, you know, know about, you know. <laughs> you know. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe we all secretly yeah, have superpowers. Maybe. Who knows? But we're still able to pull some things out and relate to them. So I just love that. Um, and that's, you know, I guess why we decided to talk about that. Favorite character now. Favorite character from the whole book or the series or just this book. Favorite character. That's so hard. It's, it's so hard. <laughs> Everyone! Excluding <laughs> a couple people. Because, yeah, like, well, for me, my top two would, like, be Nova and Adrian. It just, oh, just, Nova's just so cool, but, like, Adrian is just such a bean, and I just love him, and everything, everything he says, I'm like, oh, yes, Adrian, but then Nova does things, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, you go, girl, like, she's so cool, and then there's, uh, there's, like, Oscar, so too, like, we haven't really talked about Oscar and Ruby all that much, but, like, his little Operation Crown Jewels to, like, tell Ruby <laughs> that he liked her. It was so oh, cute. That. And then they're both just like, yes! When they finally get together, I'm just like, <laughs> finally! I've been waiting for this the entire time! Yeah. Like, but fine. yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could choose between Nova and Adrian, though. But like, there are just so many other good characters too, like Max and. <laughs> oh, I can't choose, but it would definitely be between Nova and Adrian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love me my secondary characters. You know, like Callum, <laughs> Max. You know, I even okay. I not just in this book, but like as as but a lot in this book. I discovered how much I really liked the Dread Warden, you know? Like, he was one of my favorite council members, just because he was so cool, he was such a nice guy to Nova, and he was such a nice dad, like, he was trying his best, and and when Adrian's just like, I'm the Sentinel, basically, like, revealed that he's a Sentinel, Dread Warden's just like, (laughs) okay, like, he's just like, cool. Uh, I mean, we're I'm super concerned about your safety all the time, but like, I still love you, even though I was kind of irritated with the Sentinel, you know. Sorry. Okay. So, um, ahem. Alex phoned me 
like he was phoning me so my headphones disconnected <laughs> so everything that you just said sorry i'm pretty sure doubled up on my i think so i mean we'll be good because it's it's on your own but so yeah anyways that's hilarious awkward dang you <laughs> I alex love it <laughs> yeah we just had to you know let him know that i'll call him back it's, it's fine <laughs> Anyway. You're just like, I'm in the middle of something super important right now. Talking about favorite characters <laughs> and great people, okay? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, Anyways. It's fine. So, obviously, there's quite a few characters that we like in this book. I mean, I um, I agree with you, Shreya, on, and I mean, I agree with both of you. Like, Adrian and Nova, boss characters. Like, Nova just comes in and, like, oh, yeah. beats everyone up. Or, I love Or so just, much. you know, like you know is super smart and then adrian's just a sweetheart you know and i mean he's he's got abilities too but he's just oh so sweet and like so sweet things that he says and that he does he's just like oh but then you know you get max in there who's also a super boss character and like the dread warden anyways so evidently there's too many good characters well not too many you can never (laughs) have enough who we hate instead (laughs) That might be easier. Okay. Let's yes. do it. All right. Who do you hate? I hate Frostbite. So. Oh, yeah. She sucks. There was one oh. of the council members that I, I like, so didn't like. Was it like oh, Thunderbird? Was it Blacklight? Oh, Thunderbird was not nice too all the time. There was one, yeah, who was like, like the super bird one? Um, like, on board with Agent N and like, you know, getting rid of people oh, or whatever. Yeah, no, I did not like Thunderbird. I mean, I think it was basically just like, Dread Warden and Captain Chromium, uh, or Chromium, out of the council members it, who I really yeah. loved. <laughs> yeah, all the rest oh. of them were kind of like mad I mean, or no. Lady Indomitable was cool. Yeah. Oh too. yes, well she's you know that's a given. Oh, I also, but she's dead, so we are fine. <laughs> I also didn't like Ace. Ace was probably number one for person oh my that goodness. I he was hated so the most. Annoying. I mean that's yeah. like a given. But besides him, of course you hate Ace. He besides him. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I was really mad at Honey throughout most of this book. Like, the way she was just torturing Adrian, as I mentioned before. Yeah, and then she just, I don't know. So mad. Something. Oh, also Phobia. Oh, also about Honey. She, like, tricked, or, like, she went against Nova's plan behind her back. Like, she was supposed to put in that serum that Leroy had, but instead she traded it with Agent N, and Nova was, like, so mad about that. Yeah. And therefore, I was mad yeah, about that. Pretty devilish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We feel everything <laughs> the characters feel. Yeah. No, there's, I mean, there's quite a few characters who just make you mad, you know? Like, on any level. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but, All right. What would you guys rate this book out of 10? The top number. For like ten, <laughs> you'd rate it ten for, out yeah. of ten for like yes. just in general anything. Yeah, like out of good quality and stuff like that. Yeah, just anything. Yeah, I'd give it. A, I'd give it a nine, cause like the other, like the one that I didn't, because like I was mad at a lot of characters the entire time. I'm just like, no, she is nightmare. <laughs> Stop being dumb. <gasps> you know, so it made me kind of mad. But, I mean, it's fine. It was an amazing book. I'd, I'd call it a 10 out of 10 for action-packed, though. Constantly moving from one battle to the next. And, like, she's in jail. She's not in jail. She's in jail. Like, 
Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. The drama. Yeah, no, it was a really good book. I would definitely agree with both of your guys' like 10 out of 10 on like all of the action and just some of the characters. They're just so cute. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> it was sweet. Anyways, I just can't. We just, we just love it. Wow. Thank you, guys. It was a roller coaster. Thank you, guys. Yeah, roller coaster. And even, you know, when we talked about this roller coaster. Anyways, so thank you for joining me and for, uh, you know, doing the whole trilogy with me, both of you guys. It was really awesome, I think, to have both of you guys on for these books since you both really liked them. Well, I really liked them, too. I just, you know. Anyways, do you guys have any <laughs> oh. final thoughts? <laughs> Are there, okay, I've noticed that when you, like, ask for final thoughts, I, like, sometimes say my favorite part. So I'm just going to do that again because, you know, otherwise I'm just going to repeat myself and say it's honestly my favorite series, which it is. But my favorite part in this book was, oh, okay, there's so many. Okay, but the the one where I'm like getting so excited, getting so hyped, I'm just like ready was when they're sitting waiting for Ace to like be executed or whatever. And then they go to put in the Agent N and all the prisoners, and then nothing happens. And then that's when the origami thing comes in. And then all of a sudden, there's a bunch of bees, and they're like, why bumblebees? And then all of a sudden, like, the Agent N is in the bees, and I'm, like, freaking out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so epic. This is so exciting. But then I'm like, wait a second. Should I be cheering for the villains? Like, in this moment, I am. But I feel like I don't want to. And I'm just, it was just so exciting though i couldn't help but cheer for the villains (laughs) yeah i was definitely a crazy part like you're just like what but that's that's awesome well thank you for sharing that talent yeah so i just love the series it makes me so excited and i just i could read them over and over again so yeah those are my final thoughts on the series just read it it's so good (laughs) that's good that's good. Well, usually for my final thoughts, I'd be like, just <laughs> read the book. And I do, I, I'm saying that again, but I, like, as you were saying your favorite part, I'm just like, I just got to share my favorite part this time. Let's switch it up. So I think one of my favorite parts, like, as you said, there are a ton of super amazing moments, but one of, like, this seriously, like, I feel like heart-wrenching moments of the entire thing was when you hear about Winston. Oh. What really happened to mm-hmm. Winston. Just before, like, like when they're talking about, like, like it's at it's at mm-hmm. the arena thing, right? Like, um, so like, and it, and you find out what really happened to Winston and how he got his powers and and his serious trauma from his childhood, and it just like it just tore me up because like Winston was kind of a terrible character before he got Agent yeah. N, you know? Like you're just like you're creepy, like you're you're being weird. You you take children and your puppets you know that sort of thing and then and then he just like talks about all this trauma that happened to him as a kid and how he was like sexually abused yeah, or something like, along just that. yeah and it just and it just and it and tore your heart out right and he's just like agent n was actually something beneficial for him you know like it allowed him to become himself again and deal with this trauma and it just killed me and i love winston now he was so sweet but yeah just had to share read it it's amazing it it, it kills the roller coaster uh, the yeah. drama 
the action, the love, the pure characters, these these sweetie pies. I yeah. Yeah. All these adjectives <laughs> of what it is to me. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So yeah. There are my final thoughts. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and thank you guys again. Uh thank you for sharing uh your guys' thoughts and favorite parts. Those are definitely fun to hear. What are your final thoughts? My final thoughts. Well, <laughs> my final thoughts are go read the book, you know, like we always say, go read the book. Um, but I say this because there is no feeling that is like there's nothing that we can talk about on this podcast that is going to get you exactly to the feelings that you get when you actually read the words. We can only um, convey these emotions so much. And I mean, I think we do a pretty good job. I don't know. You can, you know, make that choice for yourself. But um, we can only convey so much emotion. So, like, go read the books because the amount of emotion that you are able to feel when reading those words is just amazing. So, those are Mm -hmm. my final thoughts. We love Marissa (laughs) Meyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's a wonderful writer. Yeah, and go read her so other fantastic. books if you haven't, you know? Uh, but yeah, thanks everyone. And thank you for reading along with us. You can follow Open Books with Claire on Instagram using the link in the show notes or using our handle at Open Books with Claire. This episode was hosted by myself, Claire Oster, Soraya, and Talia. It was edited by Alex Williams. The music we use is by Paper Planes. And Open Books with Claire is produced by Mecca Radio. And we are a proud member of the Create Vine. Bye!